Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Chai Sarah. And I think in a very moving story at the end of the parsha, we know Eliezer finds a wife for Yitzchak. He goes already to Aram Naram, to Avram's birthplace. He finds Rivka and he's bringing back Rivka to meet Yitzchak, right? Eliezer astounded by the miracles that have allowed him to stumble upon, quote unquote, stumble upon Rivka and seeing the character of Rivka, the greatness of Rivka knows that this will be an appropriate match for the second of the Ovos, the second of the Patriots, Yitzchak. And the Torah tells us that when Yitzchak and Rivka meet, the first thing they do, Pasuk says, This is Perech Dalit Pasuk Samech Zayin, chapter 24, verse 67. The first thing they do is Yitzchak brings Rivka into the tent of Sarah Imenu. Vayikach as Rivka, he took Rivka, Vatiloli, Shai took Rivka as a wife, Vayahaveha, and he loved her. And Yitzchak was consoled for his mother. And there are so many meaningful and beautiful aspects of this Pasuk. But the part that Rashi HaKadosh is intrigued by is why did Yitzchak bring Rivka into the tent of his mother? Why is that the first step? And Rashi says something so beautiful. Because Yitzchak felt that by bringing Rivka into the tent of his mother, he would be able to perceive her spiritual qualities. Because Rashi says, there were three miracles which occurred in the tent of Sari Imenu. Rashi explains, Ner daluk me'erev Shabbos le'erev Shabbos. The Shabbos candles remained lit from Friday to Friday. Miraculous. Sari Shabbos candles remained lit for an entire week. Next, Bracha Metsuya Be'isa. There was a special blessing in the dough that was needed, that was made in Sari Imenu's tent. And lastly, the third miracle, Va'anan Kasher Ala Ohel. There was a, there was a cloud that was always attached to the top of the tent. And as she says, Misha when Sarimenu died, the miracles ceased. Ukeshabasa Rifka, when Rifka Imenu came back into the tent, the miracles resumed. See, with the passing of Sarah, the miracle stopped. And Yitzchak felt that almost like the spiritual litmus test. Who is this woman? He just met her a few moments ago. Who is she? Does she have the requisite spiritual qualities? He brings her in. He brings Rifka into the tent of Sarah. And he wants to see. Will the miracles resume or not? And amazingly enough, they did. And Rav Aaron Salavechik has a beautiful essay, has a beautiful piece where he explains what is the deeper meaning of these three miracles, right? Miracles are never random. Miracles that are performed by a Kaddish Baruch Hu or, or through people, those miracles are either done because they serve some type of utilitarian need, they remedy a particular circumstance or issue, or they teach us some meaningful message. And Rabbi Soloveitchik says, so beautiful, what is the message in these miracles? And he explains as follows. He says, what does it mean? That the candles remain lit from one Friday to another Friday. He says, that represents the ability to take the holiness of Shabbos with us into the week. See, Shabbos is filled with so much profundity. And Shabbos is filled with so much holiness. And Shabbos is the day when we reinforce our belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not just as the Creator, but as the choreographer of our lives. You see, Sunday through Friday, we're caught up in such the manic pace of life that often a person could think, I'm the creator, I'm the choreographer. And so what happens on Shabbos, right? I, I yield my, my constructive or my dynamic prowess to HaKadosh Baruch. I say, oh, Shalom, I'm not going to do anything in recognition that you do everything. That's the goal of Shabbos, to reacquaint ourselves with God as the creator.
to reacquaint ourselves with God as the daily choreographer, to recognize that although I have to put in my effort, my ishtadlus, all of the results of my life come from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what does it mean that Sari Imenu, her Shabbos candles remain lit from Friday to Friday? It means that Sari Imenu was able to take the Hashkafa of Shabbos, the outlook of Shabbos, the Neshama of Shabbos, the ideology of Shabbos, and she was able to take it with her into the week. The second bracha. Bracha Metsuyeb Iso is a bracha on the dough. And Ravaran Salavichik explains the dough represents materialism. He says so many times in life, we're focused on what we lack and we neglect to appreciate what we have. I have dough. I, but my neighbor has more dough. My neighbor has better dough. I've been yearning for different dough. And so I'm so focused on what I lack. I, I, I wish I had more. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. And we forget to say, thank you, Ribbono Shal Olam, for the dough I have. Thank you for the brachas I have. Do I have everything? No. No one has everything. You know, it's interesting. Tesla just reached $1 trillion of valuation. And I guarantee, I guarantee you, if you asked Elon Musk, do you have everything? I'm sure he'd say no. I'm sure he'd say no. You say, how could Elon Musk, the owner of Tesla, how can you not have everything? Because no one has everything. Because everyone has that thing that they're missing. Everyone has that thing that's elusive. Some people have everything material and they have nothing emotional. Some people have everything you could buy, but they don't have meaningful relationships. Some people have meaningful relationships, but they don't have money. Some people have children, but they don't have the means. Some people have the means, but they don't have the children. We're all lacking something. But the shayla in life is, do you go ahead and focus on what you lack or do you focus on what you have? The greatness of Sari Imenu is there was a bracha in her dough, which means that Sari Imenu was the kind of person who was able to appreciate everything she had and did not become hyper-focused on what she lacked. And bracha number three, our miracle number three, Anan Kasher Ala Oel. And here Baron Soloveitchik says so beautifully, the cloud represents gloominess, right? A cloudy day, a dark day is gloomy. It could be even a shtick, a little bit depressing. Sari Imenu lived life with a cloud on top of the tent. Sari Imenu had a really difficult life, having to relocate multiple times, being taken captive by Paro, then Avimelech, being barren until the age of 90, dying while her son was still young and there was still much, so much more life to live. Sarimenu had a really difficult life. There was a cloud attached to the, top of, to the top of the tent. But despite the fact that life often looked cloudy and life often looked gloomy, Sarimenu always maintained a positive disposition. She never lost her hope. She never lost her optimism. She never lost her connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's easy to be optimistic, hopeful, spiritual in a relationship with God when it's sunny. When the birds are chirping and there's a perfect breeze and it's 69.9 degrees and everything is exactly as you want it, that's easy. But what do you like when it's gloomy? What do you like when it's cloudy? What do you like when it's difficult? And the miracle of the tent, of the cloud always attached to the top of the tent is despite having lived a cloudy life, a challenging life, Sarah was constantly hopeful, optimistic, connected, and filled with belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. These were the miracles of Sari Imenu's tent. 
And so Yitzchak, in wanting to see if his wife, was she really the next matriarch, wanted to see if she embodied these same ideals as well. And as he quickly understood, she did. She was able to fill the shoes of Sari Menu and then son. She was able to be the next link in the patriarchal, matriarchal chain together with her partner, together with her husband Yitzchak. But what an incredible lesson for us as well. Because although these miracles may not be occurring in our homes, they must absolutely occur within our hearts. We have to find a way to perpetuate the holiness of Shabbos, that idea of the centrality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our lives. It can't just be a one day a week event. I've got to take it from Shabbos and I've got to take it to the next Shabbos. I've got to take it throughout the week. We have to find a blessing in our dough and stop falling into the trap of obsessing over what we lack and instead focusing and expressing gratitude over what we have, loving the dough we have and not lamenting the dough we lack. And number three, we have to find strength even in cloudy days because there are times in life where the cloud is just sitting on top of the tent and it's easy to lose your way and it's easy to lose your perspective and it's easy to lose your joie de vie, your love of life. It's easy to lose your hope, your optimism and it's easy to lose your relationship and your love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But we must learn from Sari Imenu that even when life is cloudy, we have to find those rays of light. We have to maintain that hope, that optimism, that positive perspective and most of all, that relationship with Hashem even in the midst of challenging, cloudy and gloomy times. These were the miracles in the tent of Sarah, which were then the miracles in the tent of Rivka. And may we be Zohar Hashem to experience these miracles in our heart, in our soul, and in our homes as well. Wishing everyone a beautiful Erev Shabbos, a good Erev Shabbos, and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.